Hello, Forever Family. I want to share this message with you that I shared with a group that's involved in a community fellowship. This message is called A Deeper Commitment to Jesus and Your Three. So we know that the Lord will build his church no matter what. The gates of Hades will not prevail against it, which means the power of death cannot hinder the Lord building his church. Now the enemy uses sin to draw mankind to death, but the word of God, the promise in scripture is the power of God. God's work is found within his word. So John 17 says, Jesus prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son may glorify you. For you have granted him authority over all people. Now we know that the power of scripture, scripture holds the power to, to save, to sanctify, to edify, to equip, to give hope, and to bring comfort. But without knowing scripture, without knowing the truth found in scripture, the revelation and conviction of the heart can be lost. The world looks to distract mankind from scripture, and this is where the enemy lurks. 2 Timothy 4.1 says, I charge you in the presence of God, of the Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and by his appearance and his kingdom, go preach the word. Now, I know sometimes this task can be difficult when the hearts around us seem like they're just numb. It's kind of like seeds falling on that hard, rocky ground. But the word of God is alive, it's active, and it's sharper than any sword piercing through the marrow. You cannot sit under the word of God and not be changed. The word of God does not return void. God's word still has power within it. Even when the world is spiritually numb, God's word is still powerful. So don't lose heart when you don't see the numbers of the kingdom growing because there's there are people that have gotten out of the habit of coming to church. I think it's very easy for kingdom warriors to become weary. When you continuously stand on the front line of that spiritual battle, it does take a toll. And we need to remember to rejuvenate and rehydrate with the living water. If we don't, we run the risk of falling into compassion fatigue. This is another place where the enemy lurks. Oh, what a celebration he awaits to have if he thinks he can kick the feet out from under a kingdom warrior. But Jesus is still front page news. The enemy knows what it feels like to do battle with the Lord. Our Lord evicted the enemy. But the enemy likes to think that he has a bit of power over us if he sees us weary and worn down because he really thinks he has power over us. Jesus said to mankind that if you reject me, then you reject the Father. He said, I am the way. Our Lord sent the Holy Spirit to walk with us and to stand with us in this battle. And the Holy Spirit always points us to Jesus. Jesus still walks with us 
through the Holy Spirit. But now hear this. And this is going to cause some people to point fingers. But Jesus is not equally related to every Christian. I know this will make some people kind of sit up in their seat. And you're probably ready to shout blasphemy at me right now. And that's okay. But hear me. Jesus was not equally related to all of his followers. He had the 70, he had the 12, and he had the 3. And each one of them got a little bit more of Jesus. Think about the mountain of transfiguration. There were only three there. There wasn't the 12. There surely was not the 70. Not everyone had the same access to Jesus. He didn't relate to everyone on the same level because they did not relate to him on the same level. John 2, 23 and 25 says, Now, while he was in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, many people saw the signs he performed and believed his name. But Jesus would not entrust himself to them, for he knew all people. You know, there's some of us that Jesus will not commit or entrust himself to. There are some churches and some leaders that he will not fully commit to. And this verse isn't talking about when we're sick or we're down or we're brokenhearted or we're discouraged or anything like that. This verse is talking about Jesus is with us when we are making disciples. That's the work the enemy is fighting us against. I mean, he does not want us at all to grow the kingdom. He does not want us to speak hope into a dead situation through the promise of scriptures. Jesus is saying, if you want me to be committed to you, then I need you to be committed to me on a deeper level. And friends, that's more than a, a Sunday sermon on a, mon on a morning where we come to glorify God and we've got all of our words right and we're dressed right. It's more than a Sunday sermon. Jesus isn't worried about the choir putting on a show. He wants more than a Sunday program that keeps the kids occupied and keeps them quiet in kids' church. He wants to know that we're walking in his footsteps. He wants to know that we're making people look like him because we are striving to look like him. When we're making disciples, yeah, the enemy's mad. But he can't touch us because we are in the power of Jesus. So let's talk about Daniel 3 just for a moment. And, and I know as soon as I say that, a lot of you are going to know where I'm going with this. But Daniel 3, we hear about the image of gold and the blazing furnace. But there were three. Three is a very powerful biblical number. The three were Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. They paid no attention to the earthly prideful king. They did not serve the earthly king who wanted to be looked at as a god, a little g-god. Nor did they worship the image of gold. And I absolutely love in scripture where they said, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. I mean, let's be truthful. How many times have we wanted to just look at the enemy and say that? We need to start saying that to the enemy. We do not need to defend you in this matter because we serve 
one God, the living God. So you know what the story says, the furnace was heated seven times hotter than usual. Seven is another biblical number. They tied the three up, threw them in the blaze. And it was so hot, even the soldiers died because they were so close. But Nebuchadnezzar saw four in the blaze, not three. And he called them out. They were untouched. They didn't even smell like smoke because they were in the power of God. They were untouched. The enemy is that earthly, prideful king. He likes to be thought of as a god, but we know he would only be a little g-god in his own little mind. He wants to see kingdom warriors, weary and tired. He wants to engulf us in his blazing furnace. <laughs> but God, when you're making disciples, God is always committed to you. He will surround you with his power and the blaze cannot touch you. You might get weary, but that's where you need your three. The three that I'm talking about are the three that you can be vulnerable with. You can talk about your struggles. You can go to for prayer and they can speak truth over you. That three is the same as the, the cord of three. It's unbreakable. I encourage you to commit yourself to a deeper walk with God. Surround yourself with the three. Make disciples. Plant seeds. Because the Holy Spirit will come along and water those seeds. If we get to see the harvest, then we will glorify God. But Jesus will surround you with his power when you are making disciples. And the enemy's fire can't touch you. I hope this message brought some comfort, encouragement, but I really hope it brought a challenge. So you know what to do. Until next time, speak life, be a blessing, put your faith feet into action to cause a positive ripple effect. Much agape, everybody.